and gentlemen, welcome to Oral Presentations, episode 40. Yo, Pentagon's got aliens. We are going to be covering uh, aliens. Oh, boy. This was kind of like the uh, the D.B. Cooper episode where I had a plan the whole time. You ever just get tunnel vision when you're looking into something and you're like, this is cool, and then this will be cool, and then this will be cool, and then how about this? Oh, my God. And then I, I stopped, and then I I, uh, I ran to my mom, and I was like, yo, mom, what do you think about aliens? You hear the Pentagon got aliens? And she fucking didn't even look at me, and she was like, I don't have time for that. <laughs> just kept making her tea. <laughs> was like, it does not interest me. I don't, I can't care about that, Chris. <laughs> and that shocked me into being like, oh, fuck. This is a totally useless episode, huh? And then I do a thing uh, before I record an episode where I, most of the time I'll call my buddy and just talk to him about stuff and see, like, uh, he was the guy who's like the Lewis and Clark expert um that helped me out as far as like yo check out the diaries this will be good uh so i call him and just talk shit and he uh he lets me just kind of like throw a bunch of shit i found out on his ears through the phone which is really nice of him so i did that and he didn't talk like most of the time which is odd because most of the time he'll interject and be like oh well that's 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 fun yeah you ever think of this and i'd be like oh fuck no uh, but I called him and told him about what I was looking into. And then I just said, like, most of the things that are in these notes right now. And then he, he just let me say all of them. And then at the end, at the end, he was like, oh, dude, you sound like a UFO guy. <laughs> I was like, oh, fuck it. Oh, no, dude. What? He's like, yeah, you can't get away from it. You're a UFO guy. You sound like a UFO guy. I, and I don't really know how to handle that. You know, I mean, these notes are about aliens. But apparently the Pentagon had a thing on the 23rd that said that they have off world vehicles. And so I was like, if there's ever a time to do aliens again. But he, so he even listened to that aliens again. Yeah, because we already did an aliens episode. So when this show's done at 100 episodes, was it two out of 100? At least two. And I'll probably do a third if I'm not, if I'm being honest, I'll probably do a third on aliens at some point in time. At least two out of 100. 2% of this show is going to be dedicated to aliens. And that, uh, between my mom being like, I don't care about that. And my buddy being like, yo, dude, this is UFO guy shit. But by then I had already, I had already looked into it. So it's like, what? look, I have, I have one oh no emergency break glass if fire episode notes chambered but i don't i don't really like that episode that much I, that'll probably end up being like a zoltar because it's all predicated on one twist like there's a story and then there's one twist about like what happened i really thought about breaking glass in case of emergency after after my buddy was like yeah dude you're a ufo guy i was like ah fuck but we're not we're gonna go with it look hey Look, yo, Pentagon's got aliens. I didn't make this up. It was in the news. So, I mean, they say they have off-word vehicles. So, we're going to take a look at aliens. Uh, we're going to take a look at aliens. All right, just in general, we're going to cover what the Pentagon said. Then we're going to take a look at, I mean, according to evolutionary scientists, what's the most, the most possible... 
way that aliens, you know, what do they look like, you know, according to, but again, this is all according to earth evolutionary science. So all of this is guesswork, but according to evolution that has happened on earth, what do aliens probably look like? And then just real quick, real quick, not a UFO guy here or anything, just real quick, we're going to go over a couple different layers of strategy that the Earth has in case of full-scale alien invasion. Fuck. And then just right at the end, just right at the end, just tailing in there, just at the end, we're going to couple, just a couple different alien races that may or may not exist based upon a book that the KGB had uh, that has been published. So, look, hey, you know, it's a Monday. Look, we're hanging out. Is this an Aliens episode? Yeah. Am I an Aliens guy? I don't know. Let's not talk about it. Let's just do the episode, and we'll see what we found, okay? That's what I'm saying. All right. Episode 40, Pentagon's Got Aliens. All right. So, apparently the reason this shit all came out. So, everybody saw, you guys like saw those those videos that were like a, uh, like a year ago where the like Navy pilots were tracking something on infrared and they were like, what the fuck is it? It sounded like dudes you'd hang out with. And they were like, I don't know what's going on here. Yo, it's turning. And that was the first time that there was like alien disclosure of like, we don't know what this is. Damn. I just said disclosure. <laughs> oh, no. All right. So you had those videos. Now, apparently there was a program tucked away in the office of Naval intelligence and its stated goal is to study encounters between military pilots and those unidentified vehicles that we saw in those videos like a year ago. All right. The program itself is not classified. However, everything involved with that program is classified. So, like, nobody talked about it because there's nothing to, like, search, I guess. I don't know. But it is under the umbrella of an intelligence agency. Now, the reason this pinged and the reason the Pentagon had to have that fucking news story on the 23rd being like, yeah, we got all four of vehicles. I don't know what to tell you was there was a Senate committee report from last month, which outlined next year's projected spending for each intelligent agency. And on that fucking list was the unified aerial phenomenal or aerial phenomenon task force. And so like, the Senate had to approve all these intelligence agencies, but that one was also on there. And people were like, what the fuck is the Unified Aerial Phenomenal Task Force? What the fuck is this shit? But that's because the actual task force, the actual unit is not classified. But all the shit they look at is classified. So nobody ever nobody ever sees what they're doing. But they had to get approval of their budget from the Senate committee. So they had to list themselves amongst other intelligence committees. Already, I'm hearing myself say this, and it sounds like fucking Randy Quaid from Independence Day, dude. God damn it. Anyway, that's how that's how this came out, that this task force exists, right? All right, and because the Senate committee report approved their intelligence budget, the Unified Aerial Phenomenon Task Force is now required to report at least some of its findings within 180 days of the budget getting approved. So, like, let's knock a month off that 180 days. So what we're looking at is, like, by Christmas, this task force has to say something to the public, has to give something, something's going on, we got UFOs, I don't know what these fucking things are, by Christmas, because it's 180 days from, like, a month ago, which, like, 180 days from, from, like, right now is January 22nd. 
but 180 days, you knock a month off. You look at it like a ah, right around Christmas. Somebody's going to tell us that there's aliens. And I don't know what the fuck that's going to do. All right. Now, the official party line of this task force is to figure out if these vehicles are from space or from another country like Russia or China. Because the idea is that like, oh, yo, if these are not from space, then like Russia and China made some sort of technological leap that we have no idea what the fuck they're doing. And this is terrifying because these things move in a way that like I have no idea. Like if you've seen the video, they're just like zip zapping around like you're moving a computer mouse on a screen. Nobody has no any idea what the fuck these things are. So allegedly the task force objective is to figure out are these from outer space or are they from like Russia, China? Again, I'm not shitting on smaller countries. Maybe Costa Rica really cracked the code. And they found out anti-gravitational propulsion. Way to go, Costa Rica. But I fucking doubt it. You guys are mostly toucans down there. Not saying anything. I'm just saying. And also, your economy is probably hurting because you're mostly tourism. Shout out Costa Rica. I went there in college. I really enjoyed that country. I'm not trying to pick on you guys. I'm just saying, if I had to guess, if it's not outer space creatures that made this shit, I, I don't think it's Costa Rica. That's all I'm saying, okay? Don't get upset. I can't believe I'm doing another episode on aliens and I put, dude, this is like a deep, dude, in the D.B. Cooper episode, I did a bunch of notes on like the the movie Heat versus D.B. Cooper's actual heist. And I tried to make D.B. Cooper into the Robert De Niro character. I spent like a good amount of time trying to do that. And then right as I was walking over to like uh, Six of Michelle's place to record it, I just like laughing at myself at how stupid that was. There was no laughing at myself during this. This is just the research I did on aliens. But I fully acknowledge that this sounds like an aliens guy thing. You know? Look, I mean, by Christmas, they might tell us that, like, yeah, we got aliens, all right? I don't know what that's going to do. The economy, I don't know how the economy's staying up as it is. So, all right, well, look, all right. So, apparently, the Pentagon's got aliens, and that's fine. Now, let's, you know, look, if we're going to meet new people, let's try to find a little something out about them. Before we meet them, you know, have a have a nicer dinner party so we don't have to do all that rigmarole of like, where are you from? What do you look like? Do you have eyes? Let's take a look at it based upon evolutionary science. And again, this science can only be done on Earth. We don't know what the fuck is out there in the universe. All we have is Earth to pattern this off of. But let's take a look at what these aliens may look like. We I don't know. This is just the best guess of what's going on here. Just a 33-year-old man who's doing an episode of a podcast on what aliens possibly look like. (laughs) Oh, my God. All right. So, assuming intelligent life is capable of space travel, right? And it exists and it evolved on another planet. People say it's very unlikely that they look like us because they would have evolved in a completely different trajectory under a completely different set of circumstances than we did. But there are some universals going on here that we can kind of glean clues off of. But again, I would reiterate, this is just based on science on Earth. And this is like all we know. We don't know what the fuck is going on out there. They might, it might just be like computer land out there. We have no idea. I mean, people like to try to act like we know shit. You know how big the universe is when I was looking into this? I had to turn it off. I was like, how long would it take to drive a car across the universe at light speed for fucking ever? It really made me feel small looking into this because apparently the universe is incredibly large. I had I did not give it credit. It is big as shit. And uh, anyway, all right. So 
But apparently, the, all right, so if these aliens evolved, different world, different trajectory, different circumstances. What are the commonalities that we can try to get clues off of here? All right. Turns out the most common elements in our solar system are also very similar to the most common elements in the universe as a whole, right? So based upon that, if there are aliens, they're most likely made out of the same Lincoln Logs that we are. Now, scientists also speculate that they are going to be carbon-based life forms, and we'll get into why in just a second. Okay, carbon is the backbone of every known biological molecule we, we have. And the reason that is, is because carbon is very gregarious. It, it can make up to four bonds with four different molecules, and the, all those bonds are strong. And that's why carbon is the backbone of most organic molecules we know on Earth, like, such as DNA. It can make long chains. Like It can make DNA because it's so gregarious. It's like, yo, I'll hang out with you, I'll hang out with you, and I got room for two more friends. What's going on? I'm carbon. So we are a carbon-based life form. And our best guess is that aliens, if they exist, are probably a carbon-based life form because they can form chain molecules like DNA. And this is assuming that DNA is how these aliens are made up too. Again, we don't know, but we're just using the best earth science we have here. If they're made out of DNA, they're probably carbon-based life forms. Now, there is some pushback here because they could be silicone-based life forms. There's a lot of silicone out there. Also, silicone is very gregarious in its own right. But the reason that they're probably not silicone-based life forms, okay, so carbon can form four bonds, right? And all those bonds, dude, it's like carbon can have four friends, and he's texting them every day, and he's laughing with them, and he's like, yeah, we are the, we are the best friends. We have a great time. Don't worry about it. Now, silicone can make similar bonds, can bond with four, you know, gregarious. It's out there shaking hands, kissing babies. But the thing with silicone is the first bond it makes with the first molecule is always the strongest bond. And the other three bonds, not as strong, you know? So silicone likes to have a best friend. And then it's got three other ones that like, yo, it knows, you know, it'll do, you know, it'll hang out, it'll it, whatever, but it's not as close as that first bond. And so because of that, that's why people think that if there is alien life, it's most likely carbon-based because carbon is gregarious and also has strong friendships with all four of those things it bonds to to make DNA, whereas silicone, not as, you know, it is it, on the surface, silicone like it's it looks like it's friends with everybody, but it's not. It's got one real friend that it's texting shit about, to, about the other three friends. I mean, like, you're watching out for him. Silicone, a little bit more deception. You know, he's got a little bit more... Not going to be close friends as much as carbon. So aliens, most likely carbon-based life forms, which I thought was cool. Also, the home world these aliens probably come from. Holy fuck, I just said that on a podcast that I do, dude. <sighs> See, you hear me getting caught up in it? How hard does this sound like UFO guy shit? I'm telling you, I just looked into this the same way I looked into the French Revolution. But when I say this shit out loud, like when I was on the phone call with my friend, I'm t I sound like the little kid from Signs. Have you ever seen that classic American piece of cinema signs with Mel Gibson? And I think the little kid was Macaulay Culkin's little brother. And Joaquin Phoenix is in there. He ends up beating the shit out of aliens at the end with a bat. Dude, that's a great movie. You should definitely check that out. Uh, but no, at one point in time, like, th like the aliens are like kind of coming down to invade. And the little kid gets a book on aliens. And then he pulls Mel Gibson into a room with his little sister. And he just starts saying alien facts to Mel Gibson. That's what I kind of feel like this episode is. 
I'm Macaulay Culkin's little brother, and you, everybody listening is Mel Gibson right now. I'm not judging you. Look, you've made a number of great films. Who has not made mistakes, Mel? You know? But I'm just over here spouting alien facts to you in that scene from Signs where, like, the little kid and the sister had the tinfoil hat on, and Mel Gibson's, like, an ex-preacher whose wife died who's just kind of like, what the fuck are my kids doing? That's, that's how I feel like Macaulay Culkin's little brother right now. All right, so, look, alien home planet, most likely located in what's known as the Goldilocks region, which means it's close enough to a sun star. What you need here is that you need liquid water. Apparently, that's a big deal. You need carbon-based life, and carbon-based life needs liquid water because liquid water acts as like a Petri dish for organic uh, chemistry to take place with carbon-based life. Don't make me go into this. That's about as much knowledge as I have on organic chemistry. Even saying that word out loud, I was like, gee, I mean, there's nobody here to ask me questions. But if anybody asks me a follow up on organic chemistry, I'm going to just lay down and act like I'm invisible. I have no idea what the fuck that is. I got got caught up for like three hours a couple days ago looking into like taking the MCATs, which is the doctor test, because I took the I, I talked about taking the LSAT on the on the Mothman episode. So I was like, dude, how funny would it be to take the MCATs? Then I looked into it. Dude, there's so much like organic chemistry and shit because the MCATs is different from the LSAT. The MCAT is what you know, not how you think. I mean, there's a little bit of like logical reasoning to it. The LSAT was like, you just have to like retrain yourself how to think. The MCAT is like, what do you know, dude? So like taking the MSAT would be, or the MCAT would be like heavy duty, like learning, learning. And it's a lot of organic chemistry. Again, I don't, which I don't know. But apparently the only organic chemistry I've ever learned is like based upon this episode on aliens, to be honest with you, because they would need a temperate climate, like similar to ours, because they would need water to be able to be in solid liquid and gas form for the water cycle to be there to encourage organic, organic life to develop. So they're probably used to the same temperature as us is what I'm saying. And they're not silicone based life forms because, look, I'm not knocking silicone, but they just make that one bond and then the other three aren't as strong. They're probably carbon based life forms from a planet of a similar climate to us because they need liquid water to be able to facilitate organic chemistry to be able to evolve. Man, there's so many more pages of notes of alien information. Guys, I got lost in a wormhole. I hope you're enjoying some of this. Woo! Not helping my uh, my dateability right now. This is a heavy aliens episode. <laughs> All right, so we know they're carbon-based probably. They know what water is, which is cool. And they most likely enjoy similar temperatures to us, guys. You know what I'm saying? Let's set the, the, let's set the thermostat to 69. Let's bring them over for dinner. But, hey now, what do they look like? You know, do we have any idea what these things look like? What do I expect when they knock on my door? I don't want to have to, like, double pump and, like, look at them twice. I just want to be like, hey, how you doing? And maybe shake their hands, okay? So, again, all these guesses are based on science that we can only do on Earth. But starting out as far as what they look like. All right. These beings are going to need energy. And so there's two ways to go about that. Either they're, like, plant people in which they would get energy from the sun, like photosynthesis style, like plants do. But that wasn't really as appealing to me as the other option. The other option is that they're like us, and they're that they're an organism that feeds on other organisms. So 
they're probably going to need a mouth for that. What's up? They can eat dinner with us. All right. They got a mouth. Okay. Building bridges here. I feel like I already got a friendship, bro, with these guys. They got a mouth. I got a mouth. I feel like we can be friends here. What else? All right. They are all, if they're advanced enough to have thrown a spaceship into Earth, they're also going to need some way to sense their environment. They didn't start like that. They, they built a fucking spaceship that got to Earth. So they, they're going to be able to like sense and control their own environment. So they're going to need some type of hearing, some type of smell, and most likely at least two eyes. Now, I say two eyes, and I didn't know this. This blew me away, right? This is why you don't have a whole lot of cyclopses in nature. Because with two eyes, you got two different things taken in two different pictures. Therefore, you can judge difference with binocular vision. That's why most, most animals have two eyes. So we can judge distance. So when we were like, you know, cave people on the plains of the Serengeti, we could like see how far a lion was and run up a tree and be like, Jesus fucking Christ. Aliens most likely going to have at least two eyes. Now they might have a shitload of eyes and don't be weird about that. If they show up with a bunch of eyes, eyes kind of vary. They definitely at least have two. And people think that eyes might be like a trait that evolution just has because Insects have eyes and we have eyes, and those two paths diverged way long ago in evolution. So people kind of speculate that like eyes may be really a necessity as far as like progressing down the evolutionary chain. So most likely we're talking about aliens with at least two eyes, maybe a lot of eyes. Again, don't look at them all weird if they got a bunch of eyes. We're trying to make friends here. They got here. We can't get to their home world. They could probably blow us the fuck up. Just smile. They got a bunch of eyes. It's not a big deal. Also, we don't know what kind of vision they will have with their eyes. Now, their vision is going to be predicated on what type of light they got from their sun. So if they have like a red dwarf sun, which is a way different wavelength than our sun, they might see in like UV light. They might see in infrared light. They might have a like the same way insects may see or like... um, it was said on one thing that like pit vipers see in infrared. They might have eyes like pit vipers. We don't know. Also, if you go back to, I believe it was episode nine on platypus, they might be seen with like electromagnetism we don't even know about. I, I mean, I don't really know how to even deal with that. I'm just going to be as nice as I can. If they're seeing my electrical signature, like I'm a common yabby, all I'm going to do is be just as nice and be like, what's up? I made potatoes. I hope they're good. I think I overcooked them, you know, if I'm trying to make friends with them. But they at least have two eyes. All right. So they got some way to hear. They got some way to smell. They probably have at least two eyes and a mouth. Check this out, right? It's called cephalization. Look at this, right? Okay, so cephalization means that, like, it's most likely that all those senses, those things, are probably going to be grouped together somewhere on their alien body, right? And it's going to be most likely close to their brains, the same way that, like, our eyes, nose, mouth, fucking ears are all close to our brain. And the reason that that happened is because there's literally less physical distance that our eyes, ears, nose, and mouth have to transfer those signals to our brain. Once we take in our environmental information, it's just a shorter distance to ping off our brain and then have our brain be like, yo, I heard that thing. We should probably run. Or yo, I smelled that shampoo from your ex from fucking nine years ago. You should probably get out of this aisle in Whole Foods. You're going to get sad. It's because that, yeah, because it's closer to your brain. So what this means, cephalization 
means technically these aliens are probably going to have what we would recognize as a head because you got to put all those senses together close to the brain. I don't know what the body's going to look like, but most likely these aliens are probably going to have heads, which I thought was cool because if you get to a point where you can kind of communicate with them, they're also going to have like, I'll cut your fucking head off jokes, you know, which I really like the idea of like just telling your friend, like, I'll cut your fucking head off out of nowhere. That's the thing I do every now and then. It's kind of funny. It's like the most, I don't really know if it's funny or not, but it makes me laugh to like just send my friends every now and then like, dude, I'll cut your fucking head off with no explanation. So if we ever, you know, develop relations with aliens, that joke will still work there just out of nowhere. Just like on a Tuesday at 2 p.m. Just hit them with that all caps. I'll cut your fucking head off and don't explain it. If they reply, just don't reply for like two days. All right. So cephalization, aliens probably got heads. All right, cool. Also, while we're on the topic of alien heads, Let's outline the way they probably have, they probably got pretty big brains, right? The same way we do. We got big old brains, not bragging. Humans, during evolution, we bet on brain. It worked out. Couple of tough years there early on. Couple of tough years getting eaten by tigers with his little, I mean, we don't have any claws. We don't have really good teeth or anything, but we bet it all on brain and we fucking toughed it out. And now we got cities. So fuck off, tigers. Who was right at the end? You know what I'm saying? So. They probably got big brains, which means, okay, so they had to learn shit. So they got big brains to learn things, but also with big brains to learn things, they also had to find out a way to communicate with one another. And this ties into octopus on Earth, right? So if aliens got a spaceship and they threw it to Earth and they were smart enough to do that, that means that they have to have some way to communicate with one another because they have to be able to pass down the knowledge they learn with their big alien brains to their kids because you're not going to figure out fucking oh no i don't know what i'm doing to spaceship getting blasted off the earth in one generation you're just not going to do it so the aliens are probably going to have to have some type of communication to be able to pass down knowledge through their lineage to be able to build upon their original discoveries to be able to make spaceships that eventually come down to Earth and confuse our Navy pilots, and then a 33-year-old makes a podcast episode about aliens. Now, what kind of what kind of communication is this going to be? We don't really know. It could be spoken word like us, but it also could be a myriad of different things. They could have like chameleon skin, where like they they communicate with each other based upon how their skin color changes. It could be like a physical thing. With like sign language, where like it's just a whole planet full of mimes who were like beep boop boop doop doop, and then they know that that means like shoot the rocket ship off. It could be a pheromones thing. We don't even know. I mean, they could be they could release pheromones, and that could be their language of one another. Also, it could be a total mix of all these things. So it could be like my my skin turns beige, and then I say some sort of grunt, and then I release some pheromones, and that means do you want to go to dinner? We don't know. Speaking of, I mean, their language, we have no idea what that's going to be, but they're going to have to have some sort of way to communicate knowledge down through the generations. And I say this ties in with Earth Octopus because one of the things I learned about Octopus, because like maybe three years ago, I watched a documentary and this was definitely a, a fault of my own, but I was watching this documentary and they were talking about how smart Octopus were. And I kind of I caught a wild hair watching this. I was like, how fucking smart are octopus? Shut the fuck up, octopus are smart. And then I found out that, like, yo, octopus actually are really intelligent. But their big drawback is that when mom octopuses have baby octopuses, they don't tell them about the shit they know. That's the whole, that, apparently that's the whole reason why octopuses don't have cities. 
is that every generation of octopus is brand new. Just born into the ocean being like, what's good? I'm an octopus. What the fuck is going on? And the mom doesn't tell him anything. I'm pretty sure the dad octopuses don't hang out. But the mom octopuses don't even show them. They're like, this is a coral reef. And this is some sand. And you got to watch out for barracuda. There's just no, every generation of octopus is just like, what's up? It's like the running man. Every generation of octopus just gets fired out of the running man tube. And they just got to fucking watch out for like a hockey player with a stick that's made out of a blade. And then you got some other guy with like a chainsaw. Every generation of octopus is just running the gauntlet of American Ninja Warrior. They have no way to pass down knowledge to one another. And so people speculate that that's why octopuses don't have, you know, computers or anything like that. It was kind of far-fetched, but it also makes sense to me that like, all right, well, yeah, if you can't pass down knowledge, how the fuck are you going to tell your kids what's going on? You can't build upon prior learning. So, yeah, I mean, every it doesn't matter how smart you are in the short term. It matters what you can pass down. So if aliens got here, they most likely have some type of language. Also, it could be telepathy, but this this episode's already so wild. And again, my mom was like, I don't give a shit about that stuff. I can't bring myself to talk about the idea of like telepathy and aliens. Okay. They might be able to talk with telepathy, but I'm not going to talk about it. All right. A little bit more about our dinner guests. They probably have some type of arms and this is speculated because, okay. And I'm not saying like arms like us, where you got elbows, wrists, fingers, and all that stuff, but just some type of arms It could be tentacles with fingers on them. We all know, but they would need arms as some way to manipulate tools and the physical world around them to be able to build. I mean, hypothetically, if they they have rocket ships, um, we don't know what kind of technology they have. They would need some sort of way to manipulate tools and build shit around them to go with their language. And then once they die off, they would leave notes on like, yo, I use my tentacle arms to make this wrench. You should probably look into this. Goodbye. Bury me. Right. And then over millions of years of evolution, then they end up throwing a fucking rocket ship to, to Earth. So they've probably got arms of some sort. Again, I can definitely get along with these guys. Now, their planet probably has liquid water, but most likely these aliens live on land. And now people speculate they probably live on land. Now, again, you need liquid water for organic chemistry. Please don't ask me any follow ups on that. I have no idea. I just know that orga- that water plus carbon-based life forms equal, I mean, they just make up like a witch's brew a potion and then shit comes out of the ocean, as I understand it. I'm not really sure exactly how that happens, but the alien planet most likely has liquid water, but these aliens are probably used to chilling on land. And people say they're used to chilling on land because they would need to have discovered fire. Now, they need fire because if you're looking at this, like, I don't know, Diablo 2 level up thing, like, let's say you're a, lo- a low level necromancer, right? You need to learn like bone spear before you can learn bone wall because those, those traits go down in like a row. You need to learn fire so you can eventually get the rocketry and eventually throw a spaceship at earth. So people speculate that if there are aliens, they probably live on land because they needed fire to eventually get the rocketry to eventually come and say hi to us before we could say hi to them. All right. Also, there's a good chance they got legs. Now, people don't know how many legs they got, but there is speculation that, okay, if they got legs, we're either looking at two to four legs. Because legs are, like, here's the thing. If you got a bunch of legs, there's like a, there's like a balance to it. Where, like, if you got a bunch of legs, you get a bunch of stability evolutionarily. More legs, more stability. That's great. But less efficient movement. And also, it takes a lot of energy. 
So we're looking at aliens that probably have two to four legs. <sighs> Fuck, dude. I just heard myself say that shit out loud. We're looking at aliens with two to four legs. Fuck, dude. <laughs> All right. We're looking at aliens with two to four legs because they would need to be able to save as much energy as possible for their big brains to be able to use their tentacle arms with fingers or whatever they got to be able to manipulate tools to be able to make rocket ships. So they probably don't have a bunch of centipede legs because that's a less efficient way to move and it would take more energy, which if these alien beings got to Earth, they don't have extra energy. They needed to, to hype up their evolution as quick as possible with their brains. So we're talking two to four legs, less stability, but it's more efficient and you can also redirect a, a, an incredible amount of energy to your brain to be able to make rocket ships to come say hi to Earth. I can't believe, dude, I'm going through, there's still like three or four more pages of notes, guys. The amount of alien notes I made, and I just heard myself say these aliens probably have two to four legs. Hang in there with me, you know? Look, I did, how, how much shit did I fucking know about bridges? It's just the same thing. It's not the same thing. When you listen to it, it's not the same thing. It's not. Bridges, there's like a, a there's like a respectable, <laughs> like you can respect somebody looking into structural engineering. All this stuff is guesswork. So it's, you know, we're just going to get it done. All right. One more thing. Aliens. Let's say they got arms. Let's say they got legs. They got, they got some eyes, you know, they're hanging out. They may not possess consciousness. Now what this means is that like, like aliens may be hyper intelligent and incredibly technologically advanced, but they may not have consciousness like you and me do because we don't really know what consciousness is. There's speculation that like consciousness may just be like a one-off of like an evolutionary whoopsie that humans got. We don't really know what's going on in our brain. So these aliens may show up and they may just be like super technologically advanced, super intelligent, but they act like like street pedestrians from Grand Theft Auto 5 where they just don't you can't really interact with them. They just have a set number of patterns that they're doing. And it's like, as much as you try to talk to them, there's really nothing you can do except for like punch them and rob them for money or just like let them keep walking into like the police station when you get out from dying again because you're not good at that game. Okay, so that's what aliens look like. Man, all right. Here's the thing, guys. The first part of this episode was supposed to be like grounded in science and like not crazy people shit. But then I, I just I just said the first part of this episode and I already like backtracked how many times in that first part, like the rest of these notes just get more and more wild. So I'm going to go through them. All right, we're going to we're going to talk about strategies if there is an invasion and then we're going to co cover a couple alien races, according to a book that allegedly the KGB f had that somebody found and published. And then we'll be done with it. Look, this might be nothing. Also, I would like to say that there is speculation that the, the Pentagon, the thing, if the Pentagon does have off-world vehicles, they're not fucking spaceships, and they're not, like, space bodies. The most likely thing that the Pentagon found, if it wasn't made by Russia or China, is a silicon-based life form in the form of a probe. Because, and people say that, like, well, that's what we would throw out into space first. We wouldn't send humans on a spaceship just like, yo, fuck it, go talk to them. We would send a bunch of like satellites or probes or some sort of drone out into the universe. 
So if the Pentagon has some sort of off-world spacecraft, it's most likely a silicon-based life form in the form of a probe. But again, and that's assuming that we already aren't colonized by aliens, which I definitely don't believe we are. I didn't even like saying that out loud, but there are conspiracy theorists that say like, I mean, we're going to get to them. The idea that like maybe reptilians have already infiltrated human society on our swaying, you know, the development and trajectory of our society. I have got, I, dude, next week I am doing one that is just like, I'm going to do like blacksmithing next week. I'm going to do like, this is definitely science. This definitely exists, but all right, let's finish it out. Fuck it. We're talking about aliens, guys. Also, real quick, shout out Big Cat. That's my brother-in-law. Big, that's the nickname he has on the on the on the job site, dude. Yo, shout out Big Cat, dude. I will die for either of your children. <laughs> all right, real quick. So let's say aliens invade. Let's say they don't want to come to your dinner party. Aliens fucking are just coming to take over our planet. All right. Now, most likely. Some people say that we wouldn't even have a chance to fight them. It's not going to be anything like some sort of like Independence Day Will Smith invasion. What would most likely happen is that aliens are around our planet and then they have some sort of weapon that they just throw down on Earth and we're fucked. They'll either find a way to manipulate asteroids to fucking Armageddon us or they would release nanobots in the form of some sort of like gray goo which is like microscopic little robots, and they would just program them to deconstruct everything on the planet. We would have no way to fight that. That's the most likely, I mean, if aliens are coming to rumble, I mean, they're probably not even going to come down to fuck us off. They'll probably either just asteroid us or nanobot us, and we really have no shot at that. You know, if they don't want to come to dinner and hang out, they're probably just going to do that and annihilate us. Scenario two, let's say they don't do that. Scenario two, let's say they do, they go like signs style invasion. God damn, I love that movie. I'm probably going to watch that movie after I'm done this. I'm probably just going to go watch signs to try to decompress because I'm going to be so embarrassed that I just talked about aliens so much on a fucking thing that's going out on the internet and I'm unmarried. Fuck. Yo, if I'm ever engaged and the brothers, if, if she has brothers and you guys have found this episode, guys, Hear me out. I really care about your sister if I'm engaged to her. Fucking please don't just pass this episode to your dad and be like, this is the guy that's marrying your daughter. Please don't fucking do that. Because I would do that. I would do something like that. And if I'm in love with your sister, you she's probably funny, and which means you guys are probably funny because you probably came from a funny family. I totally acknowledge that this is an Aliens episode, and this is my second Aliens episode in this podcast thing I did during my early 30s. Please don't, don't, don't fucking, come on, guys. Just give me a break on this. Let me finish it out. If you're going to send him one, yo, send him like Magneto Gore, send him episode six, which I, which I like, or send him like 17 on arc welding. Don't send him this one, man. I'm going to have to fucking explain this shit. Just let it ride, fellas. Let it ride. Come on. I care about your sister quite a bit. All right. Scenario number two. Let's say aliens invade like the movie Signs. And they don't they don't just asteroid or nanobot us from fucking space. They come on down and they try to fuck us up in person because they want to preserve the planet. Now, apparently Earth's number one strategy if this happens is throw a bunch of shit up into the atmosphere. I'm not making this up. That's strategy number one. So we already have a bunch of satellites in orbit and a bunch of space garbage and shit like that just flying around. Apparently, Earth looks like a, like my room 
if you just look at it from space, there's just a bunch of shit flying around. People are like, clean that up, dude. Right? So apparently our number one strategy, if aliens try to invade us like signs where they come on down and try to fucking rumble in person, our number one strategy is throw a bunch of shit up into the atmosphere and just make way more trash. Just make just make the earth a trash ball. Just a, a ton of trash flying around the earth. And the reason we would do that is because if UFOs have to come on down, right? So they got to go space to earth and then try to fist fight us like Street Fighter. If they got to come through the atmosphere, they would have to go through that layer of trash. And that trash isn't just floating around like it's nice. Things in orbit travel at 17,000 miles an hour. So what we would do is make a spinning ball of like shrapnel and trash and dog shit just flying around the earth. So if the UFOs have to come down to invade us, they would get hit by like a fucking stapler and an office chair, a bunch of other shit. And I read this and I was like, dude, let me tell you, if we're going to go with this plan, I'll drive the Honda Fit down to NASA. You guys can buy it off me, put some rockets underneath this thing and find a way to open the trunk. Once it's in orbit, the trunk does not work. I can't use the button. You guys are going to have to figure this out with robotics or something like that, but fire the fit out into orbit and then open that trunk up, dude. Let me tell you, you got a couple pair of boots flying out there. You got all sorts of nickels. I can't tell you how much change is going to be flying out there. You're going to have like 40 empty tins of Grizzly flying at 17,000 miles around the air. Dude, good luck getting through that. I got like a half a socket set in there. I got some old tools. That's fine. That's defense line number one. If this happens and we're throwing shit up into space, NASA, I'll drive it down there. You just put some rockets under there. We got to find a way to open. You got to find a way to pop, pop the hatchback once it's out there. That's a nightmare. Plus, you got the fit itself. The fit will take it'll take a couple UFOs out, dude. <laughs> just car crashing up there. That thing has damage on every panel. It could take a couple hits, dude. I just put a new like axle rod in there. Dude, Phil, take out a couple UFOs. So that's that's honestly, that's strategy number one for Earth is chuck a bunch of shit up into orbit so the aliens would have to fly through it. All right, step number two is not as fun. Nuke the whole planet. That's a real step they have, just in case. The idea being if aliens are coming down because they want the resources on Earth for some reason, if we nuke the whole fucking planet, they're not going to want to be here anymore and they'll probably go away, which... I mean, makes sense to me, but also it seems like if you were in a UFC fight, you were about to get knocked out and then somebody threw you a pistol and you shot yourself in the leg, like during the fight. Like, yeah, that guy's not going to knock you out anymore, but like you're never, you know, you shot yourself in the leg, dude. I mean, you're probably going to get booked again because people are going to buy that next pay-per-view, but like, you know, you shot yourself in the leg so you wouldn't get knocked out. Apparently that's step number two on like a an actual alien invasion invasion where they come down and try to fuck us up is just nuke ourselves. Now, if that doesn't work and there's still alien invasion coming down, then all of earth, apparently the, the goal is just, we, we just all go Vietnam. We just all go guerrilla warfare. And this is after we've nuked our whole planet. If they're still coming down to try to take over our planet, apparently the governments of the world just open up all the armories. You give guns away and then just guerrilla warfare as long as we can. Because historically, the only time a technologically inferior foe 
has defeated a technologically superior foe is using guerrilla warfare tactics. And the whole point of guerrilla warfare is just to make that war last as long as fucking possible. Just be a pain in the ass. And that's our actual third step if there's if there's an alien invasion is just hunker down every now and then shoot down a UFO. Just be just such a pain in the ass that aliens just be like, well, fuck it. I don't even want to be here anymore. And I mean, there's precedent for this, too. The uh, Vietnamese, uh, the war in Vietnam. I mean, both both types of Afghanistan with the Russians. I, the, the Americans, uh, the American Revolutionary War was one of these was one of these. And that's why, like, space would turn into the Atlantic Ocean if you're using the American Revolutionary War as precedent here, because the British had to move logistical supplies across the Atlantic Ocean to continue fighting the American Revolutionary War. And eventually it was just like, well, fuck all this, dude. These guys are just a fucking headache. I'm tired of this shit. And apparently that's our third step. If there's an actual invasion, Red Dawn style, is just be a pain in the ass because they got to move all their logistical supplies across fucking space aka the atlantic ocean and eventually we'll just get tired of it that's our actual plan but i mean most likely if aliens invade us they're probably just going to hit us with asteroids or nanobots and we'll probably be fucked but the red dawn option if they come on down like the movie signs is just be a pain in the ass just every now and then blow something up shoot at them every now and then hide hang out just hang out forever and eventually they'll get bored all right. Now, this is the last part of the episode. And when I was making the notes, when I was hypnotized by alien information, I think that's what happened. Looking at all this alien shit, I was like, none of this is dorky. This is all science. And then I plan to put like the actual dorky part at the end. But I mean, if you listen to this whole episode, I'm pretty much embarrassed this whole thing about how much research I did. So this is the last part. OK. And this is different types of possible alien races that are already on earth. And this comes from apparently there was a book that the KGB had that categorized different alien races. And the KGB was the CIA of the Soviet union during the cold war. So we're going to take a look at a couple different possible alien races. <laughs> Quote my mom. I ain't got time for that. I don't even want to, what are you talking about? I ain't got time for that. All right. Just real quick here. Alpha Draconians. All right. Now, these are the reptilians, dude. These are the things that, like, I've seen reptilian jokes on the Internet that, like, Hillary Clinton's a reptilian, Dick Cheney's a reptilian. This is the race of reptiles that that gets attributed to. So they're called the Alpha Draconians. And apparently these dudes have multiple interplanetary colonies and they also claim to have originated on Earth. Now, they are also currently attempting to retake the Earth covertly. Now, that's why they say that, like, Hillary Clinton, Dick Cheney, George Bush, whoever else, I don't fucking know who else they call reptilians. Those are just the people they were calling reptilians when I was, like, falling asleep to these type of documentaries. They probably call everybody reptilian these days. But apparently, Alpha Draconians are trying to retake Earth politically in a covert style, but eventually that invasion will turn into an overt invasion, and this book said that by 2022, that's when, like, the reptilians will just be like, yo, we're just taking this shit over. What's good? Which is definitely not going to happen, guys. It's not going to fucking happen. There's no goddamn reptile aliens on here. There might be, like, a space probe that the Pentagon found. There's no fucking reptiles. And if there are, dude, fine. Come to my, just come hang out. 
if you are a reptilian alien. If, they, if reptilian aliens show up tomorrow, I'm just going to give up. I'm just going to sit down, crisscross applesauce, and play fucking Goldeneye until I get blown up. If, if aliens show up, we already got a pandemic. Who knows what the fuck the economy's doing? There's civil unrest. You can't... Don't hit me with, with reptile aliens. I, I'll just sit down crisscross and be like, well, I'll do another episode on Monday until I get blown up. But that's the Alpha Draconians. All right. Another race. The Anakim. All right. This race is referred to as the Elder Race or the Giants. Now, these guys apparently teamed up with an ancient branch of humanity, at, which were, like, huge. They were, like, genetic anomalies. So, like... This race of aliens is allegedly 9 to 12 feet tall, and they look almost identical to humans, except for being fucking 9 to 12 feet tall. What are you talking about, identical to humans? I see a 12-foot guy walking around. I'm fucking calling somebody. That is an alien, dude. Now, they also possess the ability to molecularly condense and apparently mingle with humans. So their 12-foot-ass body, apparently they can shrink that down somehow, use a molecular technology, and then they're just like a normal dude. I don't know. Again, guys, this is supposed to be the end where, like, this information is definitely bullshit. But after reading through all the other information, I feel like this whole thing is sort of embarrassing if I ever get married. Again, you know, if if brothers of my future wife are listening to this, please don't fucking send this to your dad. God damn. And apparently the Anakin, these giant people who can molecularly, they can condense themselves. Apparently they live in the caves of Western America. <laughs> I'm losing confidence in even saying this shit. <laughs> All right, a couple more races and we're done. Antarctican. Now, these guys are going to get canceled. These are the aliens that apparently teamed up with the Nazis during World War II. Watch out. All right. So apparently they have a secret base in Antarctica. And this is a massive joint humanoid reptilian base called New Berlin. Allegedly, it lies below the mountains of New Schwarzland, you don't need to know what the fuck that's actually called because this shit doesn't exist, but it is in Antarctica, right? So apparently these dudes have blonde hair and blue eyes, and the blonde hair indicates that they may have originated as a subterranean race because of a lack of sunlight. That's where you get the blonde hair from. Also, they're totally fucking dicks. They apparently have swastikas on their UFOs, and they do go across the, the galaxy fucking up other people. They're just not nice people, but apparently they're hanging out in Antarctica and they may have helped the Nazis and made an alliance during World War II. Also, I would like to note here as a throwback to the last Alien episode, Barney Hill in 1961, under regressive hypnosis, said that on the spaceship that he was abducted on, they did experiments, that there was an evil-eyed German Nazi aboard the craft. So, I mean, the Greys are... uh, are referred to as the Solopsy Ray race, I believe. I'm not going to get into that. I did like five alien races, and I was like, that's fucking enough. But apparently, maybe the Greys have a treaty with the Antarcticans. Again, apparently, you can't trust the Greys. That's one thing that's you that, that's all around. All these alien stories I was watching, you can't trust the Greys. They fucking shake your hand, and then all of a sudden, they're hanging out with Nazis in Antarctica. You can't trust them. Apparently, there's a bunch of different races of Greys, just in general. I'm going to be a little skeptical if I meet one of those dudes because they got a bad track record according to this KGB book about treaties and how they act and all this other shit. Apparently, they made a treaty with Eisenhower after World War II. I'm not going to get into this, but I did watch a number of things on this shit where, like, Eisenhower apparently made alien treaties after World War II in, like, 1954. 
because aliens were waiting on to see like who won World War II, and then they were going to go meet with the world leaders that won World War II to be like, yo, what's good? We're aliens. I got to make a treaty with you. So apparently there's speculation that Eisenhower met with a race of the greys and made a treaty, and the terms were you're going to give us technological advancement, you know? Yeah, what's up? I'm Eisenhower. I'm going to need some technology from you. And the greys were like, no problem at all. We're just going to need license to abduct a handful of people and some cows from you. Is that cool? And then Eisenhower was like, yeah, that's fine. But apparently the greys did not adhere to that treaty and they just started sucking up a bunch of fucking people and not giving us, you know, the tax returns on who you're sucking up. Apparently they broke that treaty. God damn, I'm talking about this shit on the internet. Two more races. The Inductur. I-N-D-U-G. U-T-K. Do you really need to know what the fuck that, how that's even spelled? These guys are called the Tall Whites, and they also look a lot like me. Apparently, they live on the moon. They're tall, white, gangly idiots. They got long necks, and they got small heads. Apparently, they're hanging out on the moon. They harvest precious resources on the dark side of the moon that we don't know about. Also, it's said that these dudes are in contact with high levels of government, from the USA, Russia, China, they, they're in contact because we know that they're mining shit on the moon and they're all gross looking like me and they're on the moon being like, I love this fucking resource from the moon. Apparently these guys are pretty chill, but they exist. Again, these are called the Indukchu or the Tall Whites. They also maybe, oh, these are also the guys that people say are the men in black or the Indukchu, the Tall Whites that are mining shit on the moon because these guys can like molecularly compress themselves like those other giant race. These might be the guys from the Mothman episodes who like hit a Boscovs or a fucking Foreman Mills and got like some Janko shorts and showed up at a diner. These might be, these are speculated to be like the men in black. If the men in black aren't like a government agency, if the men in black actually turn out to be aliens that are in people clothes trying to hang out and learn things, that's these dudes, the tall whites from the moon who hit a fucking Foreman Mills and got like a Tweety Bird shirt and didn't know how to use silverware at a diner in fucking, uh, in Virginia. All right, last race, mercifully. I am losing steam on being able to say this shit with confidence because there's just too much ridiculous shit. Last race we're going to cover, and it'll be the end of the episode, is the T-A-N-Z-A-N-Y, Tanzany, which sounds ridiculous. All right, this is the last race we're going to cover. Apparently, they can live up to be 500 years old, they're five and a half feet tall. Don't make fun of them for that. That's a fine size for an alien. And this may be the Mothman, which is why I included them. Now, apparently, this race is very technologically advanced. And their thing, what they enjoy doing for fun, is that they cause disasters for like, in, like, different civilizations to be able to research how different civilizations react to, like, catastrophic events, which is why these dudes might be the Mothman. Now, I mean, they, they also get blamed, apparently, in this KGB book for blowing up the Hindenburg and sinking the Titanic. So aliens sunk the Titanic, guys. I went to college. <laughs> Fuck. Fuck. <laughs>